Lord God, we come leaning and dependent on your almighty word. Lord, that you got all power in your hands. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Heavenly Father, for what you brought us from. Yes, Lord. Thank you, you way you taking us to. Yes, Lord. Lord, oh, Heavenly Father, that you got all power in your hands. Yes, Lord. And that you can do everything but fail. Yes. Lord God, we just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, have your way this morning. Yes. Have your way in the lives of your children. Yes. Lord God, let your will be done. Yes. And everything will be all right. Yes, Lord. Have mercy this morning. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy and be thy holy will. Yes. Lord God, some of us stand in the need of one thing. Yes. Some of us stand in the need of another. Yes, Lord God. Lord God, whatsoever we need, you got it, Lord. Yes, Lord. You got the medicine this morning. Yes, Lord. In the hand of your God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Fill all out of the scripture. Yes, thank you. Lord God, have your way. Yes. Have your way and let your will be done. Lord God, go before us this morning. Yes. Be our holy will. Look down on his name by name and house by house. Yes, Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father, look in on the hospital. Nursing home, sitting on highways and byways. Yes, sir. Lord God, bind us in with that love that goes from heart to heart. Not getting up and up. Knowing that you got all power in your hands. And that you can do everything but fail. Yes, sir. Have your way this morning, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in the life of your children. Yes, Lord. Lord God, bless us only you can bless. Yes. Save as only you can save. Yes, Lord, did you got all in your hands. Oh, and Thank you can you, do everything but fail. Yes, Lord. Lord God, stop by for just a little while this morning. Yes. Lord God, if you can't stop by, mm -hmm. just wave your hand. Yes, Lord. Lord God, everything will be alright. Yes, it will. Yes, Lord it will. God, Thank bless, you, Lord. Bless, bless us this morning, Lord. Mm -hmm. One by one and name by name. Yes, Lord. Lord God, bless the preacher man this morning. Yes, Lord. Give him a word, Lord. Give him a word this morning. Yes, Lord God, we need to hear from you this morning. Yes, Lord. Some of us stand in the need of one thing, Lord, and some of us stand in the need of another. Yes, Lord. Lord God, whatsoever we need, you got it. Yes, Lord. You got it. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
paganism and Indian pro for a spirit-filled devotion this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's continue on in our worship to the Lord. Stand up to feed the judges and our docs. I will be praised God for the Lord. Let's continue. Father God, now you just move on our behalf. 
that you look beyond our faults, oh Father God, and meet us at our need. Father God, created us a clean heart. Renew us the right spirit, Father God, we ask you. Father, we say this over and over again, Father God, because we know that you give us new mercies each and every day. Father God, we come to you, Father God, because we know that without you, we are nothing. That within you and through you, all things are possible. Father God, bless those, uh, everyone in the sound of my voice in the sanctuary. Bless those, Father God, that are streaming online loud. Bless those that are a part of us, Father God, that wanted to be here with us, but for whatever reason, could not be. Father God, right now, we ask you this on our behalf right now. Father God, we know there's power in agreement. Father God, we know you said in your word that one will put a thousand to fly, but two will put ten thousand to fly. So, Father God, right now, we ask that you be a Jehovah Jireh in the lives of your people right now. Father God, make a way out of no way. Bless them where they need a blessing at right now in the name of Jesus. Enlarge their territory, oh Father God. Father God, come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people right now. And let the spirit of success and prosperity breathe. Open doors, Father God. Give opportunity where opportunity is needed. Father God, we come to you and we pray the same prayer. Asking for the same thing over and over again. We don't do this, oh Father God, because we don't think that you didn't hear us the first time. But Father God, we will continue to stay faithful. We will continue to ask you, Father God, because we know that because you have not come through us for us, does not mean you have denied us or delayed us. But Father God, you just are working it out for our good. And we thank you for that right now. So while we continue to pray, Father God, for whatever it is, someone's body is sick, oh Father God. Father God, we know that you are a bomb in Gideon, and by your stripes, we are healed. We know that all sickness are not unto death. That's why we ask, oh Father God, wherever anyone is listening to us right now, that you move on their behalf right now. Father God, we live in the last and evil days, and the devil wants to make us think that you have forgotten about us. We know, Father God, you have not forgotten about us. You are still sitting on the throne. We have a Savior called Jesus. Sitting at your right hand, making intercession for us. Father God, we know that our getting a prayer through an answer to our prayer is not predicated upon our perfection, but Father God, is predicated upon the fact that we all just need to stay faithful and keep on holding on to your unchanging hand. Have your way, Father God. For those that came a little bit closer to the altar, Father God, they have a special need. Move on their behalf right now. Move in their life right now. In the name of Jesus, whatever it may be, Father God, we're touching and agreeing that you will do it for us. Father God, fight our battles for us. Break every shackle right now. Remove every obstacle right now. Father God, give us the strength to climb the mountain right now. In the name of Jesus, we know that you know what we need and when we need it. So if there's something that we didn't say in this prayer, Father God, allow your Holy Spirit that you're giving each one of us to make intercession for us and utter utterings that we don't know how to utter. Bless New Jerusalem right now, Father God. Bless us as a corporate spiritual family right now. Not for our sake, but for your name's sake. 
Father God, so that we can tell the world of what a mighty God we serve. We thank you in advance right now. Only best we ask and give thanks. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all we love the Lord say amen. Amen.
morning, family. Good morning, family. Amen. We say good morning to each of you in the sanctuary and to those who are streaming with us on Facebook. We say good morning and welcome to our worship service this morning. We are so happy to be in the presence of the Lord together. We would like to remind everyone that our regularly scheduled mission meeting will be held this Thursday night at 7 p.m. Um, our very own deaconess, uh, Elizabeth Search of Furlough will be our teacher for this, week, this month. So we are looking forward to having a really good time in our mission studies, and we are just looking forward to it. So we invite you to continue with us and we'll be on Zoom and on the phone line. The information, login information is on the back of your program. So we look forward to you joining us on this Thursday evening at 7 p.m. We ask the continual prayer for those who are away. Uh, Pastor Jenkins is away today again, so we pray for him. We're so happy to see Lady Jenkins back in the service with us this morning. To God be glory. Amen. Amen. And we are exceptionally happy to see our mission president back home. Uh, she and her mother and her family have been away for two long weeks, y'all. But they're back home, and we pray that mother is doing well this morning. I know she needs to rest up from all that traveling for two weeks. And I did tell them both that um, next year they will have to get a permission slip signed by the pastor and um, also co-signed by all the deacons that they're taking this amount of time away from us. Amen. Uh, we continue to pray for all of our sick and shut in, and we know their names. We know that Deacon uh, Cook is not with us. He's vacationing this week again as, as well. And we pray for Deacon Johnson, who's away working, but we know that he will be back with us very soon. Sister Irma Thomas is out, and we pray for her. And all of those who are sick and shut in, but they just may not be feeling so right, well today. Right. We pray that God will place healing virtue upon them in the name of Jesus. We are asking for special prayer, church, for Sister Edwina Coleman. Um, all of us know Sister Edwina. She's going through a very trying season in her life, and she is asking for the prayers of the church. So we know how to pray, church. Am I right? So please lift her and her family up in prayer at this hour. We thank you all for listening to our announcements, and we're going to leave you with this inspirational quote for today. As long as you are living, you will face problems, but you serve a God who solves all problems. All right. To God be all the glory. We now turn it back into the hands of our pastor. Amen. Oh, hey, not yet, pastor. I'm sorry. If you all will look on the back of your announcements inside of your program, we're getting ready, we're getting ready, we're getting ready for our pastor's eighth anniversary. Yes. That's coming up October the 15th, and the time will be 3 p.m. So I'm going to be talking to each of you all a little bit later out of the hearing of our pastor, and uh, we're going to start getting ready for this great day we're looking forward to in October. The colors are shades of purple. So you have plenty of time to collect your purple. Okay? Thank you so very much. Now it's back into the hands of the pastor. God be glory. For the great things he has done and is doing in the life of the ministry. Government starts according to all the announcements. Amen. That we read so eloquently into your hearing. 
I'm going to go over it because everything was covered very well. We have it. We are an, an informed church and ministry, and we always at the right place at our appointed times. Amen? Amen. And that's the only way God's going to bless us. I will remind you this first Sunday coming up, which is in August, the Furlough family has decided they will celebrate their 50th family reunion with us on that Sunday. Amen. So we will we we will be uh, glad to host that family in the reunion. We thank God for them, and we'd be looking forward to seeing all of them folks in the house. Amen. So make sure you be here so. We don't have other people visiting our house, and you're not at home when they come. Amen? We thank God for that. Continue to pray for, for Daddy Jenkins as he is away, taking care of his business. Been two Sundays now, I miss him. So make sure you continue to pray for him. Amen? Amen. Amen. I want to pass. I appreciate you and love each and every one of you. And continue to be faithful because all God wants us to do is stay faithful so we be fruitful. That's all we have to do. Amen? Amen. Continue to pray. Keep past a special prayer. There ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm just doing fine, but I just want to be a better pastor. Amen? Right. So ask God. Amen. Ask God to move those things around in my life so that I can become and be a, make myself something available to do things I need to do for the ministry. That's all I want to do. Amen? And the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all other things will be added unto us. Amen? Amen. Amen. So it's offering time. The Bible said, bring all the tithes to the storehouse, so that be me in my house. It said, put me now, child of God, and see when I open up the windows of heaven, and pour you in the blessing that you cannot receive. Give us a part of the worship. God said, try me, child of God. The devil always wants to make us. Mess. He always wants to mess with our change. Make those strange so they won't do right. And he thinks that's going to make us doubt God. But we, we know too much of God and anything to make us doubt, right? Don't mean that we're in a position to do what we know we're supposed to do. We don't call those things or not as if they are. Can I get a witness in here? Amen. I'm a living witness. I'm a living witness. That's right. We want to thank God for those that give. Put on um, electronically on that stream that's watching us. You don't see them, but they're giving their support. New Jerusalem is a blessed church. Amen. So we want to thank God. He also said, we're going to pass this fairy portion of that He said, I will rebuke the devour for your sake. That means that he will let the devil mess with that he has blessed you with. He'll make things happen on time so you have what you need to do if you need to do. All you need to do is just put God first and he'll hang on the rest. Amen. Let's bless this offering in advance as you give in advance. Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for those that are about to give unto you, Father God, here in the sanctuary and electronically. We thank you, Father God, because Father God, you're a strong provider. You're a Jehovah Jireh. We pray in our prayer to bear that you enlarge our territory and widen our coast right now. In the name of Jesus. Bless us, Father God. Let the spirit of prosperity breathe in the lives of your people right now. Come against the spirit of failure right now. Against those demons that want to take away from your people that which you have blessed them with. Father God, let this offering be used to the betterment of building your kingdom. When given days are over down there, send us a place. Anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say amen, amen, amen and amen. Church in the sanctuary stand.
my heart bubbles for this young man, Warren. Because last week you were here and I was hopping. He says, because he knows that our deacons are not here and the furlough cannot do it. But he reached out and he did it by himself. Amen. And today he said to me, you don't see nobody but Deacon Furlow. He said, Sister Furlow, I can do it. And I said, okay. Sister Amy came up to do it. I said, no, 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 I'm going to do it. Because when there is an opportunity for them, these children, to use their abilities, it is our responsibility to allow them to do so. So I just wanted to say I thank God for Warren, and I thank God for the teachers who's teaching me up here. Mommy and his
And Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, allow us only to be said what you want said. Right now, in the name of Jesus, break every yoke. Move all shackles right now. In the name of Jesus. Father God, I beg you right now, take me up into the third heaven. So I can love other things. They see things that I've never seen before. If you do these very simple things for me, Heavenly Father, I'll be so very careful, so very careful. Give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord, for your people to hear it. Philippians chapter 1. <clears throat> Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it, it until the day of Jesus Christ. And we know that God's word is already blessed. I like to put a tag on this text in front of Yes, sir. I am confident God is not through with me yet. Thank you, Lord. I am confident God is not through with me yet. Let me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I am confident God is not through with me yet. I wonder how many of us this morning will honestly admit that we are a work in progress. I am not all that I should be, but I thank God I'm not what I used to be. I am confident he is still working on me. Paul greets these Philippian believers with a prayer of thanksgiving. He is thankful upon the slightest remembrance of them. These people who had proven to be a very special blessing to Paul in his ministry of the gospel. Paul takes the time to tell them how much he appreciates their friendship. He appreciates how they have ministered to him. They sent him an offering to him. They have met his need. And so he writes them a thank you note and sends it by his emissary, Epaphroditus, to tell them how much he appreciates having them in his life. Brothers and sisters, this morning it's important to let people know that they've been a blessing to you. You should not wait. You should not let a moment pass. You should not let a day go by. If there's somebody has shown you kindness, if there's somebody has meant much in your spiritual maturation, if there's been somebody who has given you a helping hand, who's done something for you that they didn't have to do, somebody who has gone out of their way to be kind to you, you want to say thank you to them yes, while they can hear it. 
I thank God for the elder saints that God placed in my life. Many of them are gone to glory now, but I had sense enough to tell them while they could hear me say it, how much I appreciate yes, what they have sold into my life and what they taught me. Because I can scarcely think of where or who I would be right now if somebody had not gone out of their way to be kind and talk to me. Paul takes the time to write this letter to them. He says, every time I think about it, every time you run across my mind, every time I remember you, I give you thanks. I give God thanks for you, for your labor, for how you work with me in the gospel ministry. And then Paul encourages them in verse number six. That's right. He gives them a word of encouragement in verse number six. He says, I am confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will perfect it, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. I want you to look at me, brothers and sisters, and let's walk around in this text. And I want you to look with me, first of all, at the confidence that belongs to the saints. I want you to look at me with the confidence that belongs to just the saints. The confidence that belongs to them. Paul uses a strong word to describe the hope that he has in Jesus Christ. The verb confident is in his perfect tense. Can I regress and back that thing up a little bit? The word confidence means that an assurance. Y'all with me? A known assurance in a person that wherever, whatever that person you, whatever you place in your confidence, you got assurance and a know that no matter what, come hell or high water, whatever that person said, they will come through. Based on not just what they say, but who they are. Really, there's no really no human being you can put confidence in. Because right. I've heard an elder folk told me that the arm of flesh will fail you. And you dare not trust your own. Yes. But guess what? When you put your confidence yes. in God, yes. he's infallible. He cannot fail. He's a man that cannot lie. If he, if, there's something, if he speaks something that is not, once he speaks it, it becomes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So if you put your confidence in God, everything will be all right. The verb confident is in its perfect tense and it actually refers to a subtle persuasion of the mind. That was the contemporary result of the crisis in the past that God has made future and given you hope in your present. Did y'all just hear me? Paul is saying to these believers, he's exalting the fact that the saints can have an absolute assurance that they are saved without a doubt. Are y'all with me? He wishes to emphasize, brothers and sisters, that his certainty is grounded on God's creator and God's sustaining activity. 
The Bible literally it overflows with verses that tell the believer that we can know for sure that we are saved. Today, I am confident. I'm not diffident. I'm not equivocating. I'm not nervous about it. I'm not unsure. I am confident that he who has begun a good work will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm not guessing about my salvation, New Jerusalem. I know that if I don't wake up in the morning, when I open my eyes, I'm going to see Jesus Christ. Right. I know that there's a home waiting for me on the other side. Yeah. I know that I'm confident, I'm assured, and I don't have any doubt that I'm saved. Uh -huh. I need to say to somebody here today, under the sound of my voice, people should have to guess how old you are. People should have to guess how much you weigh. They should not have to guess if you've been born again. You should be confident. You're not looking at nobody. You don't care what anybody says after church is over. If God has been good to you, if God has opened the door for you, if God has made a way out of no way for you, if God has written your name in the last book of life, whatever it takes to express how glad you are that you know that you're saved, I don't care who you're sitting by. I don't care what they say. If God has said you, be comforted. Yes. That he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Am I talking to myself? The Bible is running over with verses to give us, Sister Morrison, confident. First John chapter 5 and verse 1 says, Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 13 says, These things have I written unto you, that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passing away, and behold, all things are become new. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1 says, says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 1, y'all know that one. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. I will let nothing, y'all, separate me from the love of God. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to those who are like the called, the called according to his purpose. I am confident that he who has begun a good work will complete, complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. It is not my grip on God. It is God's grip on me that makes the difference in my salvation. I am not confident in my goodness, brother Houston. I'm not confident in my character. I'm not confident in my history. I am not confident in my ability to persevere, but I am confident in my God. Yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I'm confident in my God. One of my favorite hymns, Deacon Farrell, is Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm purchased by God, born of His Spirit, and washed in His blood. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I, in my Savior, I'm happy and blessed. I'm watching, waiting, looking above, 
filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story. This is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. But I've come here this morning on purpose to tell God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for writing my name in the last book of life. Thank you for going to the cross and dying. He took my place. I came here this morning on purpose to give God my best hallelujah. My best thank you, Jesus. My best praise the Lord. I am confident that he who has begun a good work will complete it, will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's the confidence of the saints. That's the confidence of the saints. But the confidence of the saints, Sister Furlow, is based on the commitment of the Savior. It's based on the commitment of the Savior. It's right here in the text. I'm confident of this very thing. That he, Jesus, has, become a, has begun a good work in me. We all know what God did for us. The day he saved us. But we fail, brothers and sisters. Listen, guys. Listen. We fail, brothers and sisters, to consider it's the fact that our salvation began long before we realized it. It began before we even realized it. As much as I shout about the fact of Christ going to the cross and dying in the place as a, as a spatial temporal time and relationship with the universe, as much as I celebrate what he did on the cross, I celebrate even more than that he did it before I even knew it. Did you hear the big He did it for you before you even know it. He saved me before I know I needed to be saved. Let me see, can I help y'all with that? Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3 says, I loved you with an everlasting love. Y'all heard me? I loved you with an everlasting love. He chose us in Christ and prepared a Savior for us before the world was even framed. In the book of Revelation, they said, he's the Lamb of God before the foundations of the earth. My Listen, the very faith we need to trust in him, he provided it for us. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9 said, by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Our good works have not resulted in salvation. But rather, our good works come from salvation. You can't work your way to heaven, church. You can never be good enough. Because when will you know you're good enough? You can't sing enough. You can't pray enough. You can't preach enough. Salvation is all about grace. It's the gift of God, lest any man should boast. Am I in the book? Our good work doesn't save us. But we work because we have been saved. Yes. The same God who began this good work is able to perform it. He will bring it to an end. This God of ours is so able to complete it, he is able to accomplish it. And as we trust him, he will keep us until the day of redemption. Walking past y'all looking like y'all don't believe me. He's faithful to his promises. He's faithful to his purpose. Yeah. F.B. Myers says, 
we are sure that the work which is the grace has begun, the arm of his strength will complete it. Let me run that by you again. The theologian Myers says, we are sure that the work which is grace has begun in us, the arm of his strength will complete it. The Holy Spirit never loses sight of the end of God's work. His work will not end until he has made us, listen to the church, just like Jesus. He will continue working on us until he has made us presentable enough, watch this deacon furlough, to pass with praise through the final test of judgment and fit to walk in the presence of God and stand by Jesus. Whom God sent to save us so that when we walk, watch this now, when we walk with Jesus in heaven, the angels won't be able to tell the difference. Y'all ain't got When we get to heaven, even if we don't work in our story, by the time we get to heaven, change. When we walk with the master, the angels won't be able to tell the difference. Jude says it like this. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling. Yes. And present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding great joy. We are here this morning not because we've been dying to exercise. We're here this morning not because we have been going to the doctor and following our prescriptions. We are here this morning not because we read the Bible and we have kept all of our Lord's commandments, commandments so closely. Jesus Christ, through his Holy Spirit, is just able to keep us. And to present us faultless, even in our sinful flesh. Are y'all with me? Now let me help somebody live with this this morning. My born again soul will never die, nor ever sin. My born again soul will never die and cannot sin. But I sin in the flesh. Every day. Can I get a witness? Yeah. To you who are so holy. You answer the phone, praise the Lord. <laughs> Too blessed to be stressed. And you're blessed and you're highly fitted. And come to know, do you do anyone know people like that? Yes. You hate to talk to them because they are so ultra spiritual. Yes. If they take their that coat off and take off a dress, you can see their wings come out. <laughs> because they are so pure and so chaste. But there are some of us in the house. Understand my voice there. Who don't mind testifying that someday when I get up, I get up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> Sometimes I say I'm just full of hell. I don't want to talk. I don't want to speak. I don't want to do right. I don't want to know what is right. I don't want to do what the Bible says. I don't want to live right. But then the Holy Spirit constrains me. The Holy Spirit constrains us and brings us back to our senses. Because in our flesh, we sin. But thank God His Spirit keeps us that when we get to church, He revives our soul again. I can't testify for you. I'm going to testify and be a witness for myself. Amen. That I need the Lord every day. Amen. I need him to keep my mind, oh, yeah. keep my heart. 
I want the Lord to keep on working on me. Yeah. And I want Christ, you Christians, you Christians need to be patient with me. Because God just ain't through with me yet. Yeah. Alright. Listen, whenever you see a person fall, don't judge him. Don't y'all judge no one man or woman. Because you don't know how long they've been trying to stand. Alright. And maybe if you had been walking in their shoes, you might not have lasted as long as they did. Alright. Every time you point a finger at somebody, the scripture says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken and they fall, you who are spiritual, restore him in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you be overtaken in the same fall. Today may be my big day, but you better watch out tomorrow can be your day. My salary is not based on what I do. It's based on what's already been done for me. Yes. Christ did it for me. Christ died for me. And his commitment to me keeps me saved. Wow. I'm talking about the commitment of the Savior. That's the confidence that the saint has. Yes. Based on the commitment of the Savior. Yes. Finally, finally, Sister Furlough, finally is broadened by the comfort, broadened by the comfort given to us in the scriptures. Right. Hear me. There's a comfort in knowing that this early life will not last forever. Amen. There's a coming day when the saints of God will leave this world with all of its pitfalls, all of its hardships, all of its sorrows, all of this will be over after a while. You hear what I'm saying to you? Oh, y'all been trying to talk to me. Let me bring it home to you. And you hear, any of you here over 50, can help you testify. I'm a little witness. Wow. I remember when I had hair mm -hmm. and it was black. When we were slender and good looking. Wow. When we were young and vibrant. Thinking well, yes. friendly, can I get a witness to him? Yeah. Full of life and energy. But many of us here this morning are over 50. Okay. And you can help me testify yes. that when you get over 50, well, uh -huh. Brother Houston, when you wake up in the morning, you sound like a bowl of Rice Krispies. Snap, crackle, and pop. If it isn't your shoulder, it's your knee. If it's not your knee, it's your pelvis, Sister Morrison. You get out of bed and stand on your feet, and your feet are hurting, and you haven't even stood on your feet all night long. I need somebody over 50 to help me shout at him. You're looking for your car keys, and you got them in your hand. You're looking for your eyeglasses and you got them on. You go in the room and you say, what the blank did I go in here for in the first place? Because there's a leak. Yes, There's a leak in this old building. And sooner or later, my soul's got to move. I get tired of folk lying on me. I get tired of folk criticizing me. I'm doing the best I can. And they don't appreciate it. Somebody help me, help me, help me. I'm giving God my best sermon. I'm trying to do the best pastor I can. But you got some folks, they'll find something that I, that I don't do right. You, 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 can, you can sing your best song. You can say and sing it loud. You can turn, you can, they can tell you you need to turn it down. You can come to church and just try to give God the glory. Yeah. You have had hell all week long. Hell in your family. Mess on your job. A no good supervisor. A silly child. A crazy husband or wife. Don't you get tired of that? 
Y'all ain't talking back to me. Tired of sickness, stress, heart attack, struggle, strain. Don't you get sick of that? Medicines, IVs, Isaiah, shots, doctor's appointment, funeral homes, and graveyard. I'm getting tired of that. I'm sick of women being raped and children being sexually assaulted. I'm sick of blacks being beaten up and shot by policemen. I'm tired of white folks walking over all of us. Yeah, but I'm tired of Negroes walking over all of us too. Amen. Because sometimes the problem doesn't come from the outside. The problem is in our own house. I'm tired of that. I'm sick of the world and the mess that it has become. But one of these days, one of these days, I'm confident that he who has begun a good work in me will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. But that day of Jesus Christ is not talking about judgment. So we get theological with you. Because my judgment was handled at Calvary. When I stand before God, brothers and sisters, I'm going to be confident, not in my history, not in my goodness, but confident that what Jesus did once and for all will take care of me before the Father, without a, will present me to the Father without a spot of blemish. I know that one day when I stand before God, it won't be because of the sins that I committed, because he nailed my sins to the cross. All right. The handwritten ordinances of Colossians says that were against me. He nailed them to the cross, and the hammer he used, Warren, does not have a claw on the end of it, so uh -huh. no one can grab my sins off the cross and put them back on me. Because he would never judge me again for my sins, y'all. The world don't like that. Perfect people are not in church. We in church, but we ain't perfect. They can't get that. They're trying to work up on something. Bring your raggedy self to church like you raggedy are. You can't fix nothing. Come as you are. Weary, wounded, tired. He nailed him to the cross. He nailed him to the cross. No one can take off because he would never judge me again for the sin. Because that would be double jeopardy. In the court of law, you can't be tried twice. For the same crime. That's double jeopardy. When I stand before God, He's not going to be, it's not going to be about my sins. Because Jesus paid it all yes. on the cross at Dolmata. When I stand before God, it's going to be to get my reward. Yes. Because I burned my burden, Sister Philia, in the heat of the day. I work in the church. I've given God. I'm giving God my best service. Yes. I try to live a Christian life. I'm trying to live a Christian life. I'm trying to be a godly preacher and pastor. I made some mistakes. I've done some things right. I have some losses. I've done some things wrong. But I still thank God that he called me. Yes. I still thank God that he saved me. I still thank God that every Sunday he still allows me to stand up and he uses me. I know that I ought to be, and I'm not yet what I'm going to be. I heard I'm not yet what I'm going to be, but I thank God I'm not what I used to be. Some of you who were raised in the church, I need somebody here who was raised in the church now, who remembers when those old deacons, thinking fellow, would get on their knees, and we would go home and pray just like we heard them deacons pray. Because sister Jenkins, they would pray the same prayer every morning. Yeah. 
I wish I had somebody who was raised in church. Amen. My Lord, I wish I, wish I had somebody here who was raised in church. We made fun of them while we were young and they were older. But I can remember Deacon praying to Jacob. My Lord, here I am. Knee bent and body bound. With my face bowed to the mother's dust. My heart lifted to the throne of grace. Thank you that the bed I laid in was not my cooling board. Can I get a word I wish I had somebody that was raised in church. And the kimmers that I laid in was not my winding sheet. Thank you for a reasonable portion of my health and my strength. Thank you that when I woke up this morning, you touched me with a finger of love. And my eyes spread wide open. And I've held a brand new day. A day that I've never seen before. And a day that I'll never see again. And when we used to laugh at those friends, and we used to go home and mock them for those friends. But now that we are over 50, now that y'all over 50, we get down on our knees and we say, Lord, I want to thank you. That the bed I laid in was not my cooling mode. I want to thank you for a reasonable portion of my health and strength. Is there anybody here know that trouble won't last so long? Thank you, Lord. Mm. One day I'm going home to be with the Lord. There's trouble all over Florida right now. But there's a bright side somewhere. There's strife in your family. There's hurt in your relationship. But after a while, there's all, it's all going to be over. But after a while, it's all going to be over. The scripture gives us the assurance that we know that when this earthly house of this tabernacle, am I in the book? Yeah. It's dissolved. Yes. We have another building. Yes. A house not made with hands, but eternal in the heavens. Jesus, Jesus. I'm trying to close this from this presentation. Yeah. Let not your heart be troubled. Right. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Or do you help me preach it? Yeah. Believe also in me. Yes, in my Father's house. Yes. There are many mentions. If it were not so, I would have told you so. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again and receive it, receive you unto myself. Soon I will be done with the troubles of this world. I'm going home to live with God. Is there anybody here confident today that he who have begun a good work will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ? Is there anybody here? Know that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. If the Lord has been good to you, and you don't mind testifying, if God has opened the door for you, and you don't care who's looking at you, if God has made a way for you, Sister Thomas, and you're not embarrassed to testify, grab somebody, shake somebody's hand, tell them, I know in whom I believe. And he's able. Come on, tell somebody that. He's able. Pastor, Holy Ghost, help Pastor close this day. Yes, Jesus. 
Before I go, I got to call his name. I didn't take time to call his name. I, I didn't say no much about his name at all. I got to call his name if I go to this place. Yeah, but I'm feeling like just calling his name. Oh, right, all right. There's something. Hey. Uh-huh. There's something uh-huh. about the name called yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. When I'm weak and tied down, uh-huh. there's something uh-huh. about that name. Yes, I found out, I don't know what y'all. But I found out that no drinking, uh-huh. no female, uh-huh. no nothing can change my perspective and atmosphere like the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. There's something about the name of Jesus. Yes. It fills a spot uh-huh. in my soul. Yes. Sometimes there's an empty spot within my soul, yeah. dear fellow. Yeah. And the only thing can fill it and make me feel right as I call on the magical, majestic name of Jesus. Yes. I feel like just calling his name. Yes. Won't y'all help me call his name? Yes. Y'all don't know who he is, do you? Yes. No, y'all don't know his name. Ah, yes. uh, Sister Fear, he's Adam's redeemer. Yes. He's Abel vindicator. Uh-huh. He's Abraham's sacrifice. Yes. He's Noah's ark. Yes. He's Moses' bush on fire. Uh-huh. You are y'all know him, don't you? He's Joshua's Babylon. He's Gideon's fleets. He's Samson's power. He's David's music. He's Solomon's wisdom. Y'all don't feel me. Y'all know him. He's God's only forgotten son. He's Mary, Mary's baby's boy. He's James and Jude's older brother, Isaiah. He's Matthew's king and Mark's suffering servant. He's Luke's great physician. He's John's word made flesh. He's asked the coming of the Holy Ghost. Y'all don't know him, don't you? He's a rock. In a weary land. He's shelter in a time of a storm. He's a friend in the time when you can't even your friends. Bread in a starving land. He's water when you're thirsty. But y'all ain't feeling y'all. I say this man, but can I tell you my testimony one time? It was a time. Over eight years ago, y'all made me go there. Over eight years ago, when I thought I'd never be a pastor, because guess what? I thought I was not good enough. The devil convinced me that I was I had the wrong calling. But it was a little church on a corner on 5541 21st Street. And God sent me up in there. And they beat me. And I said, Lord, are you serious? Yeah. I don't think I'm equipped to do this thing. He said, he who has begun a good work in you. It's faithful and powerful enough to keep it to the day of Jesus Christ. I said, okay, I'm going to be obedient, but I still don't think I'm worthy of it. And every now and again, up until this very eight-year day later, y'all, y'all ain't feeling me, Sister James. And I'm by myself, Sister Thomas. I sit down on the edge of my feet, on the edge of my bed, and my feet dangle through eternity. In the midnight hour, and I said, God, am I doing enough? I'm, I'm not being right. And I'm, I'm disappointed in myself because you know, I'm a physically and fleshly, I'm a perfectionist. If I don't get it, I got it right. I'm beating on myself. I'm a verse, I'm a, I'm a verse critic. I'm a worst critic, y'all. But guess what? Guess what God does with me, y'all? He allows me to come to the God when the dude is still on the road. Are y'all in here? And he walks with me. And he 
with you yet. God is not through with you yet. Put your hands together to God.
he was able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before us exceeding glory and grace. May it be dominion and power, both now and forevermore. And let the church say, God has fallen.